Welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. You're listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing tonight, Tyler? <laughs> Better now. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Um, so they released their debut single called Pedals. Um, and before we get into the uh, interview section of things, I th- we thought it was worth noting or taking note of some of the aspects of the song just so you're a little filled in on it and i would encourage you um or we would encourage you to go and listen to it before uh you listen to the interview section because the song is good it is a very good song um they're kind of if you go on their instagram instagram page um they also have a website it's called favors music doc- or they, it's, it's favors music.com it's it's a dot com okay um <laughs> <the> website <laughs> <laughs> the website looks fantastic. The website is very, very pleasing. It's a, it's a, it's a nice looking website. Um, but on their Instagram page, they're kind of. I think the exact words that they use is, "If Bonavere and Cigarose had a baby, and Radiohead delivered it." Um, and <laughs> those are a lot of big bands, and those are big shoes to fill. Um, but they definitely encompass, I can see what they're getting at, uh, with the similarities because they definitely encompass kind of the folkiness of Bonavera's earlier stuff with all of the guitars and stuff like that. Um, it's, they're definitely like, a, a on the more alternative side of the folk genre. Um, and they definitely incorporate some of the ambience that Sigur Rós is definitely known for in their, uh, in their work. Um, throughout their discography and career. Um, they're dabbling in both of those areas, so I can see what they're getting at with the similarities. And they also have a new EP that's going to be coming out in the recent months. I don't exactly know when. Uh, they didn't really tell us anything specific in the interview. They didn't give us a date. Um, Which is good. Yeah. We don't know let us spoil that. Soon. Yeah. We, we will know definitely it's coming soon, and we will be, drop we will be on it. Yeah, we will definitely we'll we'll definitely be on it when it drops. And um, hopefully we we'll get to we'll get to hang out with them again for a few minutes so that they can. Yeah, because they were it. super fun to talk to. Super super chill people. They were awesome. Uh, they are our new friends. Oh yeah, but a little bit about the song, um, because like I said, it's uh, it's called it's called pedals. Um, it's like four minutes in length and some change, and it is very beautiful. It is extremely pleasant. It is very pleasurable, and it, it's it's a good way to soothe my eardrums. It's fantastic. Um, from the instrumentation to uh, and the production, the production of it sounds immaculate, uh, especially for a small band. The production quality is out of the it's out of the park. It's out of this world. The synths on the back end, kind of lingering in the background for the ambience, um, are phenomenal um the girl's voice is very very it's almost like i don't know we talk about it in the interview a little bit but it reminded me of billy eilish um and the song has kind of a a a very very melancholic tinge to it kind of kind of very uh downtrodden and somber um but it's a beautiful track it's very nicely written it's a good tune um and it takes some aspects of like tried and true chord progressions but then it mixes in qualities like some of other i don't know some left hooks here and there 
uh, during the track with a core progression. Um, and it's just a, it's a very, very beautiful song. It's gorgeous. It's very colorful. I think it would be pleasing to pretty much anyone. Like, definitely merit out there for any person who could be possibly listening to it. Yeah. I have, like, no problems with it. So, so you, you want to get into the interview? I mean, I guess so. There's there's really nothing else to to say. It's just a, a gorgeous fucking listen, and you, you should listen to it. We can get into we can get into talking to them, I guess. All right, let's do that. All right. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, special video edition of the this interview segment of the podcast. I don't know what the hell you want to call it, um, but. Today we have with us some very special guests. Uh, Favors Music is here with us right now, uh, live on the sticks. Uh, is are you fine with me calling you Favors? Hopefully, like <laughs> yeah, that's okay, fine. So. That makes it easier. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so these guys are an indie rock folk uh, semi quasi ambient outfit. Um, where are you guys based out of? Do you mind me asking that? No, yeah, we're based in uh, like Freehold, New Jersey-ish, um, Central New Jersey, pretty much. Gotcha. So we're on the East Coast here. Exactly. Yeah. Where are you guys based? North we're of Baltimore. At- yeah. Ah, there you go. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely nothing exciting happens where we are. <laughs> same, dude. We live in New Jersey, so it's the same thing here. I feel it. I feel it. Um. Well. Uh, I guess we can kind of just get into it here. Tyler, do you have a, a starter off for us? I mean, I can go real general here. I just wanted to um, ask what you guys are currently listening to. What do you guys have on play right now? Um, I've asked- I'm listening to... Here, wait, Kayla, you go because okay. I can- <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of random... Uh, stuff recently. I just put together a few playlists. I just came across the Frights, actually. Not sure if you've heard of them. Um, no, I haven't. Enlighten me. Um, pretty. They're pretty cool. Um, old punk vibe. But then at Hell the same yeah. time, I've also been listening to some Fleetwood Mac. Mm. Um, the classics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, a mix of things. Cool. Yeah. You sir? Um, I've been listening to the new Strokes album a lot. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck dude. yes, dude. Right? Isn't it such a great? I think they nailed it. I think it's oh such my god, a great album is understatement. Understatement. Right? Yeah, dude. For it, like some people were upset, but I think they just have bad taste and don't know what they're talking <laughs> about. It's a great. It's a it's great, great album. They went back to a lot of stuff from their first project too, which was awesome. Yeah, dude, you can hear that. You know, some stuff sounds brand new and other stuff just sounds classic. Yeah. It's just the perfect mix, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck um, Pitchfork in their opinion because Pitchfork's always wrong. If Pitchfork doesn't like something, it's probably a good album. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It's, it's usually like, how it goes. Pitchfork yeah. is a lot of times too busy sucking off people like Radiohead and Beck. Not that there's anything wrong with those artists, no, but they're untouchable. They're God to yeah. people like Rolling Stone and Pitchfork and then everybody else. Just fuck them. Exactly. Philosophy. Exactly. Because it's like I guess it's cool to hate the Strokes now or something. I mean, I get like you can't hate on Radiohead ever. They've earned that. And actually, I listened yeah. to a lot of your guys' uh, Radiohead um, discography audit because Radiohead's actually my favorite band ever. Hell um, yeah! 
And I was like, damn, these guys are fucking awesome sound audit. Like that's sick because <laughs> Thank that's you, my sir. favorite. Yeah, no, dude, you guys nailed it. It was sick. Um, but yeah, I get it. You can't touch Radiohead. They've earned that. But I mean, you got to be fair to the Strokes. I mean, the fact yeah. they're even still holding on is great in my opinion. So. They're know. veterans as well. They're veterans as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What's my What's your favorite Radiohead album, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it's probably in Rainbows. You are correct. <laughs> yes. 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 Dude, yes. Oh. Oh, oh, that answer makes me happy. Thank you. Good. Very I'm much. Glad. Me my day. <laughs> That's awesome. I made a new friend. This is sick. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so I was wondering, since I mean, there's you guys are pretty new. Uh, and there's not a whole lot of info. I saw your website. Your website's pretty cool. Uh, your website looks good is the thing. Thanks. Like, it looks <laughs> sick. Um, but I was wondering, like, what's the backstory here behind this project? What'd you, what'd you guys, uh, what made you guys get into music? What's the, what's the story here? Um, well, it's funny. I was talking to Kayla about this not too long ago because everyone wants to know the story, but the story isn't all that cool at the moment. I mean... It was literally just like, yeah, okay, cool. I appreciate that because it's just the truth. Sometimes, I mean, what happened was uh, I was finishing up at Berkeley online, Berkeley College of Music online, and I had to finish an EP, uh, record a three-song EP. And I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm doing my songs because I've been writing for years. I just never took the initiative to, like, record them or, you know, I always had, like, an excuse. Like, nah, not now, later, this and that. I thought, you know, let me do it now. And right. I used to teach Kayla guitar and I always knew she had a great voice. And when I was thinking about, I always wanted uh, girl vocals. I just love girl vocals um, for the stuff I write. Mm -hmm. And I always thought like, I, I remember I was like jumping between a bunch of people I know because I know a lot of good, good singers. And I just kept coming back to Kayla because her voice is the most unique and it just sounds super honest, you know, and I wanted mm -hmm. that. And um, I, so she was so down. She was great to work with, of course. And uh, she's here right now, too. I mean, you know, yeah. she's, uh, she's a great buddy for this. So <laughs> I was listening to your song uh, with my girlfriend recently, and she turned to me and she was like, she sounds a lot like Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah. I've got uh, times. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the vibe it gives off. <laughs> Um, I was also curious about like what it went into talking about the single pedals a little bit. What was the mindset going into that from the lyrical angle? I was curious about that. What was the um, sort of the inspiration from that corner? Yeah. Um, so without totally giving the song away, it's, uh, you know, it's obviously some kind of heartbreak song. Yeah. Um, that's what I was, there was a lot of like melancholy coming off from yeah. it for me good i'm glad that means you're getting it <laughs> because uh, <laughs> people have interpreted it a little wrong which is fine i mean any interpretation is a good one i think you know it's that's what's cool about music that's why i don't really like to give it away totally mm -hmm. but uh it's just uh like i guess it's like the not so cool side of love you know like <laughs> people like right. to sing about love like it's really great and so and it is love's great but there's also like that side of it that's not great ups and, and downs like everything has exactly yeah exactly it's the ambiguity and that's that's the big thing about favors music in general just recognize the ambiguous nature of emotions and life scenarios and knowing that you know it's two sides of the same coin usually when you're feeling one emotion and pedals is a lot right. like that, where like the last lines are saying um 
I wish the wind would blow the petals away, but I'll keep this one and look at it some days. Kind of like, I want to get rid of this, but I also kind of don't. It's mm-hmm. just like jumping between the two. Back and forth. I got you. It's interesting that you mention ambiguity because that's kind of the feeling that I was getting. There's sort of a very, um, I like how you, I'm sorry, I'm jumping between ideas here. I like how you kind of label yourself as a, a semi-ambient um, outfit. And I definitely can see I, you guys wear influences on your sleeve on your social media page, which is great. Um, I can definitely hear, especially in the, the synths in the background, I can hear the ambiguous nature that of Sigaros a lot yeah. of times, which is sick. I, I do think that that is a, a heavy influence. And honestly, I am not complaining. Agata, uh, how do you, I can never pronounce anything that the band does, but um, Agata's beer hewn. There's no way I'm pronouncing that correctly. You're going to have to Dude, They're like on my, one of my favorite bands, and I can only name like four songs by them. Like, I don't, there's no <laughs> point even thinking of like or trying to pronounce it. Some of my favorite material ever comes off of that album. There was the, like their 2000 release, 1999, something around that. I, li- I went through a the, stint where I listened to that. What did the album artwork look like? It's blue with a fetus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best. You can't forget that. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, um, you got something? Yeah. Um, I mean, we're all kind of stuck inside right now. So I didn't, I wanted to ask if you guys were, you know, had stuff going on in the works and if a wrench has been thrown in the mix now that everything has kind of come to a screeching halt, but individually what you are both doing to, to reach the next step and whatever you're putting out. Stay creative. Yeah. um, So I'm mastering the EP right now. So it's just about done. And I was listening last night. I think, the batch I have now is the one that's good to go. So really just a, yeah. a, probably tomorrow or the next day I can, uh, you know, send it out to the distributors and stuff. Um, and I, I'm, by the way, you guys are in the cool club now. So I'm going to send you guys the private SoundCloud link and you guys can listen to all you want. Thank you, sir. Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh special treatment. I like this deal. <laughs> oh, come on. How can I not, man? You like Radiohead and Cigarose and you actually listen to us. So, I mean, Hell yeah. Why wouldn't we, dude? (laughs) Music speaks for itself. Always speaks for itself. It does, man. I totally agree with that. And um, so, all right, so here's the thing. This quarantine thing, you know, I think a lot of people were like, all right, this is sick. We can all be like more um, productive now and stuff. And that was not the case for me. It was immediately (laughs) like just being a lazy fucking bum. And uh, Animal Crossing came out and I've been playing Animal Crossing crazy. Which, which is great, but it sucks. But here's the thing. This is the one time, well, you know, it's not often that procrastination results in something good. And we had three songs written and recorded already. But this whole procrastination thing helped a lot because I randomly wrote a fourth song for the EP. Hmm. And I love it. And I sent it to Kayla and she, uh, we have this system where like, she has to put like a sock on her phone (laughs) so she can sing into her phone and record. She recorded herself like four or five times and sent it to me and I layered it in. And it's quite cigarosy what I did with her. Actually, Kayla, I haven't even showed it to you yet. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been playing a lot of animal crossing, but, um, 
Yeah. So other than that, like, uh, we, oh yeah, we also, me and Kayla had some songwriting FaceTime sessions, um, which by the way, where are you at with that? Kayla, did you, uh, write any more? I've been trying. (laughs) (laughs) I've been working on it. It's okay. Shower. Yeah, I'm interested. Actually, I'm I'm getting the the feeling that Philip, you're kind of the um, you're you're kind of the the guy behind the scenes doing most of the mixing and mastering and doing most of the production aspect of things. Kayla, I'm interested to hear what is a lot of your like songwriting input. How are you guys communicating, and what's the what's the dynamic here between you two when it comes to songwriting and composing and that kind of deal well you know for the ep these are all phil's songs that he wrote um himself but just uh looking into the future he started just he started messing around with some stuff showed me um some stuff he was working on and so i thought up some lyrics and thinking about working on that turning that into a song but um other than that it's really all, it's really all <laughs> my voice, but yeah, so in the future. Gotcha. Are you planning on getting more in depth with songwriting in the future? Maybe, um, you know, I just kind of just comes to me in random spurts. It's not something Always. that I kind of uh, focus on, but yeah. Right. I didn't mean times. to put you on the spot. No, <laughs> you're fine. It's more of a curiosity. Yeah. Um, no, a lot of, it, seems, it seems like a lot of times half of the equation is having the the other person to bounce the things off of. Is this good? Is this not good? Because <laughs> Ian and I have worked on a lot of stuff together too. And it's one of those things where when someone else is hearing it, it's a lot different than you hearing it. And even if they're not directly playing the instruments, directly putting the stuff in, having a second ear to everything makes a whole lot bigger of a difference. All the world of difference. Ear. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, I don't, I don't like showing too many people the stuff we're working on because I also think showing too many people is not productive because then the vision gets all out of whack and then you might start to worry about, well, this guy doesn't like it, but this one does, you know, like, because at the end of the day, you have to do it for yourself. Yeah, but no, getting too hooked stuff, up on other people's opinions. Yeah, it's never a good idea for creating art. I mean, uh, at least not music in my opinion because um, we're not, you know, favors isn't really, you know, it's not like pop radio music you know it's it's clearly its own thing and and what's cool is that kayla seems to really get it actually when i first showed pedals to kayla she we were like i was just trying to get her like remember the melody just to make sure it's in the right key for her and stuff and she tweaked the melody at this one spot and it blew my mind i was like (laughs) i was like what the fuck i never thought of that that's amazing like what that's sick so kayla's really good at tweaking things and she did it with um uh, we were well. It's not a song we started recording yet, but um, it's that one you like, Kayla. The uh, the one with all the guitars and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, and first of all, Kayla it turns out she's really great at writing lyrics. She showed me the lyrics she wrote, and I was like, dude, that's crazy. And then uh, she changed the melody around, which was awesome too. I mean, like, so what's cool is that Kayla seems to really get what's going on, and. Uh, she definitely improves the stuff we work on a lot because whether it's a little thing or like completely redoing the melody, it's like, you know, Kayla, you have a great ear for that. And it's awesome. Um, and what sucks is I wish we could do more of that, but we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic right now. Yeah. And we can't Just a little do that. bit. 
Yeah, just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I'm curious. You met. This is out of my own. Uh, out of my own curiosity, what, when did you start going to Berkeley? When was that? Um, How long have you been a student there? So I went to my community college for two or three years before it. Um, so I finished up at Berkeley online. It was, jeez, uh, man, 2017, I guess. Damn. And, uh, okay. Yeah, I had to uh, expedite the process a bit. I was doing school like all year round. Like it was rough, <laughs> but uh, it's actually great. Anyone listening who is interested in getting a music degree, um, the Berkeley online the degree is sick. It uses the same professors and, and the materials is basically the same from what I've heard. I've talked to friends who have gone to Berkeley and, you know, it's honestly, I've learned a crazy amount and, and, you know, the favorite ZP wouldn't exist without my Berkeley knowledge. Um, and also they, they focus on, on artistry, which is important too. They're not just like, this is how you make a pop song, you know? They're like, no, no, figure out what you're good at, what you love, and this is we're going to help you make it. And that's what I love the most about Berkeley, for sure. Gotcha. I'm interested to hear because there are there people, different people have different opinions about school and music and how that should be approached, how that should be dealt with. Um, and a lot of times people will uh, point to uh, schools kind of or allude to schools kind of stifling creativity in a lot of ways um a lot of times by kind of pushing things upon a student like massive amounts of theory or massive amounts of one certain kind of music yeah uh, massive amounts of studying counterpoint baroque music bach fugues and stuff like that and i've heard people who end up going to colleges and stuff like that and they just end up hating music for it afterwards because they've just everything's been shoved down their throats now that hasn't necessarily been my personal experience with it i think music and school can kind of go hand in hand depending on where you are but i was and this is kind of like a a question for the both of you where does school and music kind of meet for you like what, what what kind of music education would be the the ideal um you know, that's a good, that's a great question. And what you're talking about is, is really true in a lot of ways. You know, I guess I can see, I can definitely see how school can totally fuck up your uh, artistry or um, how you see music. Because what it does is, it, you know, it, it, especially like music theory, let's talk about music theory. I guess like music theory kind of breaks it down into, into a science, into a roadmap. Where sometimes it's Almost best a mathematics not, course. Exactly. You know? yeah, exactly. You literally do math when you're yeah. doing music theory, and like, and you know maybe you shouldn't be doing that when you're writing a song. You know, I mean, for me, I learned theory at a young age, and I like well, youngish. I was like 17, 18 younger. when I was really yeah younger. I was like real, when I was really getting into it, and I learned how to make it my own thing. Where. Uh, at first, you're obsessed over you want to do all the scales and stuff, but then eventually you're like, okay, well, I like this, I like that, and this and that. So when I was doing it in Berkeley, I, ha- I had like one foot in, one foot out, where like Berkeley theory was just like jazz theory. So obviously, I don't really have much use for that. And I, I recognize, I recognize, okay, I'm not passionate about jazz, so I'm not going to really pay attention to this. I'm just going to get the grade, and I'm not going to really apply it to my writing. Maybe one day I will, but... I think sometimes people confuse theory with being like the answer to music. They think it's like, I know a lot, it's a thing that a lot of guitarists have. They're like, 
oh, I got to learn theory. Um, but I mean, unless you want to do crazy solos, mathematical solos and stuff, you don't really need it. Um, it definitely, it can influence you just like anything else. Just like learning a new chord can influence you or learning, uh, I don't know, one of your favorite songs can influence you. Theory can influence you, but it, you don't want it to be a map for your music. Um, that's what I would say. So if you're learning, if you're going to school, you want to balance it, just have one foot in, one foot out. Remember what you love, keep an open mind and uh, don't be afraid to shut things down. If you're like, I don't like that. That's fine, man. You know, you're not supposed to like everything. That's totally fine. Yeah. That was a good I, fucking I answer. I don't have <laughs> much of a, an opinion on the subject because <laughs> I'm still in high school. I don't go to school. I don't know anything really about music theory. I've just always been into music for my whole life, obviously. Um, I used to dance. Gotcha. I've always sang, but. So music and school has sort of been a little bit more separate for you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. But see, that's great because Kayla's a great example of it, like where she hasn't had the opportunity yet to take like a music theory class. Or I don't know, maybe you have in your school, but you, you chose not to, um, mm -hmm. which is fine. She has such, I mean, you know, her voice, I mean, you heard it on pedals. It's just, oh, yeah. you know, it's unreal. It's just really it's so intimate and emotional and it's just so, I mean, she nailed it. And you know, you, she didn't need school for that. Um, but maybe some people would learn that in school. You um, don't need a massive education to be musically talented and to write music and to be a part of music. Right. Exactly. That's the whole point. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> Good. Me too. I feel that too. <laughs> Have you guys had a chance to come together live yet? in any capacity or is that is that down the road uh yeah we did one time uh <laughs> it was uh me and kayla have a tendency to uh not prepare for anything ever <laughs> um musicianitis so, yeah dude it was uh it wasn't bad though it was actually pretty you can see it on our instagram actually uh, basically uh for the so i worked for a music academy and that's where I met Kayla. That's where I taught her. And Kayla's still, I don't know, Kayla, are you still doing lessons there right now? Yeah, actually? I haven't done them um, because of the whole Got it. thing. But once yeah. we go back, then I'll be like. All right. Because, yeah, like, you know, we're doing virtual lessons now and stuff. But before right. that, the, the academy was really like, you know, it's like small. Everyone like knew each other kind of thing. It was really, it was really nice. And uh, so there was, uh, Kayla's like part of the, you know, she's a vocal student there and, and they invite the vocal students to a winery to perform their music. And they asked us if we could play um, our new song. And then we did um, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac because I just found out Kayla loves Fleetwood Mac. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That's great. <laughs> and Dreams is such a beautiful song. And it's so easy. It's just two chords. So I didn't really I right. didn't practice or anything. It was great. Yeah. Um, but of course, the day of the show, Kayla was like freaking out, like trying <laughs> to get us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I had I've been told if you don't have if you don't have some nerves and some capacity going into a live event, you're not a human being, and you shouldn't be performing. Yeah, robot. you know, yeah. totally. That that makes me feel better. Um, I think I might have too many nerves going into it, but I think we're gonna work <laughs> on that. But now we can't work on it because, yeah, it's always the case, man. Yeah. Walking on stage is always like the hardest thing. Once you get there, it's fine. Like yeah, it, it gets better yeah. as soon as you're on stage and you're actually playing. You're at your instrument, then you start to feel at home. You know, yeah. the build up to it is just <laughs> yeah. Build up's the worst. 
Yeah, you nailed it. That's totally right. I mean, it's like <laughs> anything else. You're always going to imagine something to be way worse than it actually is. And then you're like, oh, why did I worry? And I think me and Kayla were both doing that. Yeah. We were like practicing outside in the cold. Yeah, I was wearing a <laughs> Yeah, Kayla was literally, she couldn't speak. Nor, she was shivering like crazy. I, <laughs> like I didn't yeah, I was like, <laughs> 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 it was, it was, you know, because Kayla weighs like 80 pounds. So the moment she steps outside, it's just like, winter <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was like, I guess it helped somehow. I think we just had to map out the songs. And, and yeah. honestly, I think it went really well. Like, for what it was, it sounded really nice. And I posted it on Instagram because I liked it. And uh, I want to do more stuff like that for sure. Maybe we could do some Instagram live things somehow from yeah. quarantine. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. As soon as this whole thing blows over and you guys are back up in full capacity, if you ever get to the point where you're touring and stuff like that, let us know. We will be at a show. <laughs> for sure that's awesome you know what we will keep that in mind and we will probably have to crash on your floor when we tour hell yeah we'll make it happen all about it a case of beer or something to make it (laughs) (laughs) bro ah (laughs) all right yeah. yeah, at some point in the future, hopefully we can have you on again in some capacity, some shape or form. And we will definitely be looking out for that new EP, for sure. And if you have no problem with it, we might we might review it. That'd be great. As as- yeah. yeah, I'll gladly send it to you right when it's available. And yeah, review. Even if you hate it, review it. That's fine. <laughs> tag us. If you hate it, just tag us. That's, that's all we want. So From the single, I'm not expecting to hate it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank of course. you for having us. So for the for the audience out there, this has been this has been Favors Music, Favors with a PH instead of an F. Um, oh yeah, that's and, crucial. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Go check out their website, go check out their Instagram, um, and go listen to the debut single, Pedals. Um, and keep a lookout for that new EP because uh, I, I, I can see you guys going places. I truly can, and I, f- I really hope you do because that would be fucking sick. Thank you, Thank you man. <laughs> and, and I just want to say, you have the perfect voice for radio, and I think <laughs> you need your own radio station one day on like Z100 or something. <laughs> um, I think you would nail that. I mean, Z100 kind of sucks, so I, I hope you have some, <laughs> like a Radiohead equivalent of Z100 kind of thing. Got it. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Just we'll have the in rainbow station. Yes, dude. That'd be I'd listen to it all that'd be great. <laughs> right. oh. Sick guys. Thank you again. We will uh, be in touch. All right. For sure, man. Yes. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Peace out, guys. It's Bye. been good talking right. to you. Take care. Stay safe. <laughs> okay. All right, so that was favors. Uh, you they are they are fantastic. <laughs> They're phenomenal people, uh, and I had such a fun time talking to them. And um, be on the lookout for that new EP, seriously, because it's going to be something. It's going to be something worth taking note of this year. One of the EPs that I'm very excited for. Um, and I don't really get excited for like smaller releases. It's kind of just like a nice oh here, there's smaller shit. No, I'm kind of excited for a smaller release, um, and I. I can't say that very often, so I'm I'm pumped. Um, but I was I was just ecstatic to be talking to those guys because it was such a such a great time, uh, such wonderful people. Um, 
go support them wherever you fucking can because they deserve it for sure. Um, <laughs> oh, man, so much fun. So much fun. And it's so cool to be able to do this shit. Like, just to say that we did it. You know, it's... That's the dream. <laughs> it's, it's the dream, dude. I'm so happy. Um, Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank Check you out for the listening. new... And or watching. Debut single from Petals, from Favors. Favors, song called Petals. It is fantastic. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. You can follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits. You can follow us on Twitter at Sound Audits. You can email us at soundaudits at gmail.com. If you would like to be featured on an episode or like to be interviewed or hit us up and we'll get back to you on that. We have new episodes every Friday at 9 a.m. If you would like to see more content in the future and help us out, there is a donation link in the in the Instagram bio and the podcasting description. And for the price of two gumballs, you can support two broke college kids. 99 cents. That's all we ask. It's not a lot, but it is something. <laughs> and with Go that, follow favors as well on that, Instagram. With that, we will be able Shut to up. buy ramen. And oh yeah survive these tough, <laughs> tough, tough times <laughs> for the price of 99 cents you can provide two broke college kids with a meal <laughs> just just a cup of noodle that's all we got just a cup of noodle require. that's all we ask three times a day but Sustenance, that's okay. just a little bit that's okay seriously and go follow favors and go and follow favors fasting. music we've been fasting for over a month now month and a half it's been tough I am 90 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> this I went, is probably not something we should be joking about. This is probably... I went from 216 to 212. <laughs> I am also hurting. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> all right. On that note, uh, thank you all for listening. Be on the lookout for new content, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, stay safe. Continue to be safe. And uh, peace out, man. Stay home and listen to more podcasts. Yeah, do that. And more music. Love you. Peace. Peace.